If you're there, stand for the reading of God's Word this evening. 1 Samuel chapter 21. We're going to begin reading in verse 10 of that chapter. And the Bible says in verse 10, And David arose and fled that day for fear, turn to your neighbor and say fear, of Saul. And he went to Achish, the king of Gath. And when the servants of Achish said unto him, Is not this David the king of the land? Did not they sing one to another of him in dances, saying, Saul hath slain his thousands, and David his tens of thousands? And David laid, or David laid up these words in his heart, and was sore afraid. Turn to your neighbor and say, afraid of Achish, the king of Gath. And he changed his behavior before them. And he framed himself mad in their hands. He scrabbled or scribbled or wrote on the doors of the gate. And let spittle or, or his saliva fall down from or fall down upon his beard. He was acting like a madman. Then Achish, then said Achish unto his servants, Lo, you see this this man, the man is mad. Wherefore then have you brought him to me? Have I need of madmen that ye have brought this fellow to play the madman in my presence? Shall this fellow come? Into my house. Let us pray. God, we come before you. We thank you for your word and its anointing. And God, we ask that your word just go forth tonight. And Lord, let us be transformed by this word. And Lord, let us be challenged by this word. In Jesus' name we pray. And the church says, Amen. You may be seated. Amen. Psalm 56. Just read you real briefly here the first six verses. Be merciful unto me, O God, for man would swallow me up. That word swallow means to devour. He fighting daily oppresseth me. Mine enemies would daily swallow me up, for they be many that fight against me. O thou most high. What time I am afraid, or when I am afraid, I will trust in Thee. In God, I will praise His Word. In God, I have put my trust. I will not fear what flesh can do unto me. Every day they rest, or fabricate is what that word means. They fabricate or distort my words. All their thoughts or against me for evil. They gather themselves together, and they hide themselves, and they mark my steps when they wait for my soul. So the psalmist, which is David, and then David in our story, we find that he is in a situation where he feels afraid and trapped. And that's what I want to preach to you tonight is simply... I know that Sunday was Halloween, um, and, and, and we had our, our harvest festival, but I, I know many of us think that the, the spookiness is over and this and that, but I think it's fitting for this season 
to preach on being afraid. Being afraid. What are we afraid of? We just, as I mentioned, went through the Halloween season, and, and I will tell you this, that, that it is amazing how popular it is. And I'm not saying everybody does it for this reason, and, and I don't want you to misunderstand what I'm saying, but, but there are many, many, many kids that go out in innocence to celebrate Halloween, and I know that, but it is crazy how during that time that the world comes out with all types of, of wickedness and want to promote fear. Promote fear. And we live in a time and in a season in our world and in our nation that fear is the theme of the day. Uh, I, I was overhearing, and I've said this to many people in private conversations. There was a, a, a private investigator that infiltrated one of the major news networks in um, our, our, our nation. And I, I won't name them tonight. And this private investigator embedded themselves in this news organization, got really close to leaderships and board, leadership and board members of this news network. And they, they got close to them and close enough that they were invited to join them for a dinner and they were talking over dinner and this news uh, this news person this this board member of this news network began to divulge the plans and the thoughts of this news network and many news networks around this nation and and they began to talk about COVID-19, and, and I'm not trying to take away from the severity of it, and, and, and this and that, I'm not trying to get in political, they began to talk about politics and all this stuff, and this man looks at this private investigator, not knowing he's being recorded, and he said, I can do anything with fear. Boastfully says, I can do anything with fear, I can shut down a nation with fear. I can turn uh, elections. I can alter people's minds and lives. I can do anything. Boastfully, this man's saying, I can do anything with fear. And I want you to know tonight that the enemy that we are facing, not only in, in the devil and in that being, but in our flesh, the greatest adversary I believe that we will face as a believer is fear. Fear in yourself, fear and doubt in yourself, and fear that the enemy provokes upon your life. And we see here in the text that David is fleeing from Saul, and the Bible says that he feared Saul. And then the Bible says that he goes to the, the, the king of, the, uh, of Gath and he goes to Achish and, and it says that when they, they hear, he hears some conversation between Achish and his advisors, he, he, he begins to fear again for his life. And I want you to know that, that I, I read to you in Psalm 56 where he says, when I'm afraid, or what time I am afraid, or that, that can be said as when I'm afraid, I will trust in Thee. God, I will praise His Word. In God, I have put my trust. And I'm going to draw these two stories together, but before I do, I want to give you a quick illustration. Carl, if you come and grab a chair. See, if you come, the, 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 the props are over here that you're going to need. 
and, and how many knows that I love illustrations and, and I'll make people do cartwheels and stuff. But I'm not going to make anybody do cartwheels tonight. But I, I want to show you just something that the Lord sh showed and delivered to me. If you just come right here and just sit down and, and, and face the crowd, you might want to take your glasses off. Okay. Okay, so, so Sierra, here's what I need you to do. I need you, first thing I need you to do is I need you to, uh, to, to uh, mess with her face. I need you to mess with her face. And just bear with me. I, I, I promise you'll understand what, what I'm doing here. Do you need me to hold it for you? I'll hold it for you. I'll do whatever you need me to do. All right. Okay, I'm going to have her mess with, with Carly. Mess with her appearance. Okay, she, she's going to... She's. She, I called Carly before I did this because I was like, hey, I don't want to embarrass you. I, I want you to be prepared for what I'm about to do. The, the, the fellers here at this church don't get that luxury. I just put them on the spot and just say, hey, I need you. What am I doing? I, just have faith. All right. But I, 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 I told Carly what was going to be done. I, I mean, everything seems to be going well here. Okay. And, and, and she almost kind of looks clownish. Okay. And, and now, now, Sierra, are, are you to a place that you feel like that's good? Looks like she got a black eye. All right, now, now, now what I want you to do is I, I'll take this. I want you to mess up her hair. I want you to just mess it up. I, just throw it around. Do whatever you, you need to do. Do whatever you need to do to just mess it up. Bless her, Lord. Amen. Okay, I know it's funny. It's, 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 it's appearing now. Now, Sierra, here's what I want you to do. I want you to take a picture of Carly. Take a picture of Carly. Get in front of Carly and take a picture, okay? You say, what are you doing to this girl? What are you doing to this girl? Now, now Carly, let me ask you a question here. That's the picture. <laughs> do you want me to post this on social media? You want me to put it on Instagram? You want me to put it on Snapchat? Do you want me to put it on Twitter? Do you want me to put it on Facebook? You want me to delete it? Okay, I, I will let you see me delete this, okay? All right, it's deleted. Okay, so let, let's just focus in here. You can clean yourself up if you'd like. Thank you. you you're, good. you're good. Carly, I want you to stay, though. See... When her appearance was changed, and when she began to get tampered with, and, and then we took a picture, and, and she said, I don't, I don't want you to post this for everybody to see. Why did she do that? Why did she not want people to see? Why, why, why do you dress up the way you do? Why do you go uh, 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 to church the way you, you do? Why do you go to work the way you do? Why do we do all these things? Is because I, I want you to notice something here is that we have this inept desire to not only please ourselves but to please others. She did not want that on social media. Why? Because she did not want people to look at her and begin to criticize or judge her or say, what are you doing? What is, what is going on with this? Uh, who did your makeup? Why did you do your hair that way? And she, she, she is afraid 
of flesh. Let me read to you real quickly in the New American Standard version of Psalm 56. I'm going to read to you real quickly. At verse 4 it says, In God whose word I will praise, in God I have put my trust, I shall not be afraid. What can mere man do unto me? What can man do to me? He's asking the question, if I put my trust in God, what can man do to hinder me? Here's, here's the bombshell that I want you to know. You can go sit down. Thank you. You can go sit in your seat. You leave a chair there. That's fine. I'll trip over it or something. That's fine. And, and, and what I want you to understand here tonight is she did not want that picture out there because she did not want man's opinion to come against her. She was worried about what people may think. She was worried about how she thought about herself and what David, and here's what I want to tie together, is that this psalm, Psalm 56, was written by David, was written by David when he was in 1 Samuel chapter 21 before the king of Achish. He said, listen, I'm afraid of Saul. I'm afraid of Achish, but in the middle, I want you to know Notice something here. It says, it says in, in, in 1 Samuel chapter 21 and verse 13, and he changed his behavior. And he changed his behavior. He realized that, and we go in, you say, well, he acts like a madman. He begins to drool on himself. He begins to write on the wall. He begins to write on the door. He begins to write on the day. That Jade, that's crazy. And listen what he says here. He says in Psalms 56, they're talking about me. They're making fun of me. They're gathered around to torment me. They want my soul. They want my life. I know what they're up to and he says I have decided to put my trust in the Lord because what can mere man do to me so often we're afraid to step down and be used by God in our workforce or in our work life or in our school life. We're so often afraid to move in the worship and be free to worship. We're so afraid to go to someone and pray for them because we might miss God. I want you to realize we're so afraid of what we may look like that we have become paralyzed in the spirit. We have become I'm uh, bound by fear that we cannot no longer move. David said, uh, I'm acting like a madman. Uh, they think I'm nuts, uh, but I know they want to kill me. They want my life. Uh, he says, what is mere man uh, that I should be afraid? What is mere man that I should be afraid Here's what the Lord began to speak to me, and I'm not, not going to preach much longer. The Lord began to speak to me. He said, where, where are the days in America that they, the outside world used to talk and make fun of the Pentecostal church? And I, listen, I'm, I'm not saying... Uh, 
that the, that 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 the Pentecost is the only way. Listen, I believe, uh, I believe that there are good people and saved people and godly people in other denominations. That's not. I, I'm not all about denominations, but Pentecost uh, is not a denomination. It's a, an experience, uh, and people used to call us holy rollers. Uh, I remember my dad telling me a story of going to school uh, and everybody on, on a Monday, and everybody was talking about uh, getting drunk and getting hammered on the weekend, uh, and he would raise up his hand and say oh I got drunk on the weekend but it wasn't on your liquor and it wasn't on your beer and it wasn't on anything that you could provide for me but I was slain in the spirit last night before the Lord and they were proud they were proud that they were different they were proud that the culture did not accept them and I want to point out to you today the reason there is no power in the American church is because we have become accepted by the culture. David said, if I'm going to get out of the situation I'm in, I cannot act like everyone, like everyone else. You have to forgive my voice tonight. He said, if I'm going to get out of the situation I'm in, I cannot be like everyone else. I cannot respond to to pressure like everyone else. I cannot cave to my fear like everyone else. What are you afraid of tonight? What are you afraid of? What are you afraid of in worship? What are you afraid of at work? What are you afraid of at school? What are you afraid of to be the person that God's called you to be? Jesus said this in Luke chapter 6 and verse 26. He says, Woe unto you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers do to the false prophets. Jesus said this in Matthew chapter 5. He said, Blessed are they which are persecuted for righteousness' sake, for theirs is the kingdom of heaven. Blessed are they when men shall revile you and persecute you uh, and shall uh, have all manner of evil against you uh, falsely uh, for my sake. Rejoice uh, and be exceedingly glad for great uh, is your reward in heaven. Uh, This is what I want to know uh, tonight. Uh, Why? uh, Why have we allowed our fear uh, to make us like everyone else? Uh, We don't want to post things. I use that example and I'm not criticizing anybody. I'm not saying that that you don't need to get dressed up and get tidied up. I'm not I'm not con- condoning any of that. I, I'm not saying you shouldn't do those things. Uh, I believe you should, but I, I want you to realize uh, that we're so afraid of what other people will think about us. Uh, listen, uh, I have a personal relationship with Jesus Christ, uh, and people can make fun of it. Uh, but I want you to know this: uh, people can talk, uh, but my trust is in the Lord. Uh, and what is mere man? that I should be afraid of him we're so afraid of the opinions we're so afraid of what people will think Jesus said this he said bless them that curse you do good to them that hate you and pray for them that despitefully use you and listen I'm, I'm not saying that I'm not saying I want persecution in this nation. That's not, I don't want you to, to miss what I'm saying. I, I, 
What I'm getting at is that you should be able to be free because the Son has set you free. You should be free to be the person and the man or woman of God that God has called you to be regardless of what anybody's opinion is. Oh, I can't do that. What if I do that? What if I walk across that church? What if I pray for them? What if nothing happens? Then I look like a fool. But what if you obey to the voice of the Lord and you see miracles happen? Listen, I, I'm, I'm for order. I, 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 I'm, not, I'm for order. I want you to understand this, but I, re- I realize the severity of the situation and the time that we're in, and we can no longer, and we've preached it for two years. We've preached it for three years. We've preached it for four years. We can no longer do church as usual. The freedom that was in this house on Sunday needs to be present in the house on Wednesday. It needs to be present at your house on Monday. It needs to be present at your house on Thursday. It needs to be present at your house on Saturday. Listen, I am not afraid of what men have to say about my God. Listen, I want you to understand that Jesus said, He told His disciples, He said, listen, If the world hates you in John 15, know this, that they hated me first. But catch what he says in verse 19 of John 15. He said, if you were of the world, the world would love his own. And the church looks so much like the world. The world's not talking about the church anymore. Why? Because the world will love its own. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not trying to be a Debbie Downer. I'm just trying. The Lord began to speak to me and he said, How many times have you not moved and been obedient to me because you were afraid of what people might say? God, I want to live holy, but they're going to go here and my friends are going to go there and and I just feel the pressure. And God, you know, I'll go there, but I won't do what they're doing. I won't watch what they're watching. And we try to make all these excuses. God, 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 I just want to be accepted. But do you realize that if you're a born-again believer, you were never meant to be accepted. You've already been accepted into the kingdom of God. You were not meant to be accepted by this world, but you were meant to, to be called out of this world and to be set apart because he said, you are my sons and my daughters. In 2 Corinthians 6, he said, you are my sons and my daughters. Why? If you come out from the world and be you separate. Me and my wife had a conversation. We, our date nights, we like to go and go see a movie. We went and saw a movie. We left this movie and it wasn't anything that gave you the heebie-jeebies or anything like that. It wasn't. But we left there and she said, 
pretty much, I'll just paraphrase for how did what we just do glorify God? And I'm not saying you can't go watch movies. Listen, I'm just telling you. And we began to discuss. I said, you know what? I don't care if I ever see a movie again. If it causes me not to go or not to put it up on my TV at home for us to have revival, I'll put it aside. Well, well, that's so radical, Pastor. That's so that that's old timer stuff. You don't need to be doing that. Listen, I will tell you this: uh, Why are we so afraid of the criticism, and why are we so afraid to be who God has called us to be? What is mere man? What is flesh that we should be afraid of them? What is, what is flesh? We should be afraid of them. They'll come to the music. David said, I'm acting like a crazy man. I'm afraid. He was afraid. He was afraid. But then he changed. And he began... To, that's where we pick up in, in Psalm 56 and he says, listen, I realize that they're all, they're all talking about me. He even says in verse 5, they're distorting my words. Listen, you, you're going to post stuff and guess what? It might offend somebody. I'm not saying we have to purposely go out and offend people. That's not what I'm talking about. But Jesus said himself, he said, I'm going to be a sword. And I will divide. And people are going to say, well, that's old-fashioned. We don't believe that way anymore. We're, we're sophisticated Pentecost now. We're sophisticated believers in Christ now. We don't need all that. David said, the only way I'm going to get out of the mess I'm in and get to the promise that God has for me is for me not to act like everyone else. Everyone comes into work and, and, and I work in a, a blue collar field and they want to talk about politics and oh, it's going to get worse. It's jade. It's going to get worse. It's going to get worse. And I'm just saying, but God's going to get better. The journey's going to get sweeter. What are we afraid of? What are we afraid of? What can mere man do to me? David made up in his mind, Achish may be king of Gath. Saul may be king of Israel. I may be anointed to be king. But then he, he changed his countenance. He changed his behavior because he realized, why am I afraid of what man can do to me when God has put a mandate on my life? 
I'm not here to berate you. I'm here to stand outside of the cave that you've placed yourself in and say, come, come. Don't be afraid. I, I, I preached to the young people or taught to them a few, few Sunday schools ago and something so powerful to me in John chapter 11 in the story of Lazarus is that Jesus says you need to take me where you've laid him. Jesus knows all things. He's God made flesh. He knew where he was. But he said, listen, you have to, I want you to take me there. I want you to take me to the things you've buried and that you've hid in the cave. The callings of God. And he, Jesus gets there and not only does he get there, Jesus can speak and tell Lazarus to come forth. He can deal with the rock himself. But he says, now you've brought me here. I'm going to ask you to do one more thing. Roll away the stone. You've got to give me permission. If you want to get through this, if you want to get over this, he said, you've, if, if you want to see resurrection power, if you want to see the glory of God manifested before your eyes, he said, listen, you've got to, you've got to remove it. You've got to let me see it. And he began to call after they rolled away the stone, Lazarus, come forth. And Michael, that entire text, there were people there criticizing Jesus. If he would have been here, if he would have been here, if he would have done this, God, if you would have done what I wanted you to do instead of what it ended up being, I wouldn't have buried it. The whole time. And he tells Lazarus' sisters, he's, he looks at them and he says, Did not I tell you that you would see the glory of God if you would but believe? I know it's been an, a, a, you know, a phrase that's been said during COVID, but I don't want it to be cliche for us. I really believe that we have to have faith over fear. Because fear, the acronym for fear is just false evidence appearing real. 90% of the things that you're worrying about right now will never happen. But you can't move. Oh, what if this? What if that? What if this? What if I, I get free in worship and they think I'm nuts? David said, what is mere man? What can he do to me? I still believe that we're a peculiar people. I still believe that we should come out from among them and be separate. I still believe that if God is before us, then who can be against us? I still believe that greater is He that is in us than He that is in the world. I still believe that a disruption can happen like it did on the day of Pentecost uh, where it says in Acts chapter 2 and verse 6 uh, that it was noised abroad. 
And they looked at Peter and they said, listen, these men are drunk. These people are drunk. Peter stood up. He said, these men are not drunk as you suppose. But this is that which was prophesied by the the prophet Joel. Why aren't we saying that in 2021? This is that. What happened in this church on Sunday morning, the atmosphere, the Spirit of God that was in here, that, that is freedom. But Monday, the fear came. Tuesday, the fear came. Wednesday, you battled the fear all day, but you dragged yourself to church to hear this oversized preacher tell you not to be afraid. If you stand with me across this house, Psalm 56, David continues in verse 9, when I cry unto thee. This isn't, he's in, he's in Atish's court. And he says, when I cry unto thee, then shall my enemies turn back. This I know, for God is for me. In God, I will praise in His Word. What that statement means, I will praise in His Word. If you really break it down in the Hebrew, it means I will praise in His spoken Word. Why would David say this? Because David was anointed to be a king but was not a king yet. And what he was saying is, I praise God for the spoken Word over my life. In the Lord, I will praise His word. And God, I have put my trust. I will not be afraid of what man can do unto me. Thy vows are upon me, O God. I will render praises unto thee. For thou hast delivered my soul from death. Wilt not thou deliver my feet from falling? That I may walk before God in the light of the living. Let me ask you, what are you afraid of? I say it all the time, but one of the biggest things that cripples young adults and teenagers in this generation and day and age is comparisons. Because we're so afraid. But now it's it's in the adults. Parents will say, well, you, if Pastor Jade asks you to social, uh, fast social media, you should. But they can't. I'm just being honest. Because we want to get on there and we want to, we want to post what we want everybody to see so they can say, oh, look at you, look at you. Because we want to be culturally accepted. but not heavenly directed. Brother Michael, we desire men's approval. Listen, the early church didn't have no one but themselves and the Holy Ghost. They said, all we got is each other. We're going to have to have all things common. 
And when they were persecuted, they would go back to the upper room and pray for more boldness to continue to press press and preach the gospel of Jesus Christ even through the, the persecution. Ask for more boldness. So I'm going to ask you tonight, and, and, and I don't want you to, to think that I'm preaching against social media. I'm preaching against this and that. We, we worry about so much what preachers preach against. I want you to know what I'm for. And I'm for what the Word of God says, that I have not given you a spirit of fear. But of love and of power and of sound mind. So let me ask you tonight, what are you afraid of? Why have you kept silent? Why have you not been free in worship? Why have you let the enemy and rob your joy? Why are you afraid to be like your mother and grandmother? I'm not saying that you're going to be exactly like them, but My grandmother can sing and shout and speak in tongues. Doesn't care if she's at a, a church of a different denomination. and She don't care if they make fun of That's No. It's just like David told Michael in 2 Corinthians chapter 6 when he danced before the Lord with all his might and she said you're a fool why have you done this and he said I didn't do it for you I did it unto the Lord he didn't care because he was a king he had to have this prestige he didn't have to be culturally accepted because that's not who God called him to be so I ask you again, what are you afraid of? Of man? You want to stand before God one day and He said, you were afraid of man? When I told you in my word, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. When the enemy comes in like a flood, I told you in my word in Isaiah that I would lift up a standard against it. And you were afraid of man? So come, come to these altars tonight. If you want to pray at your seat, pray at your seat. If you want to stand and pray, you stand and pray. But I'm going to call us to a place of prayer. And just be honest with yourself. No more masquerades. No more, no more what I want everybody to know. Be honest with yourself. And say, God, I'm afraid of what other people might say. God, I'm afraid of how they may respond to the gospel. God, I'm afraid if I pray for them and they're not healed. So come. Come to these altars tonight. Come to a place of prayer. And again, be honest. Be vulnerable for, before the Lord. Put your trust in Him and say, God, I'm not going to be afraid of mere man any longer. Come, these altars are open. 
Hi everybody, it's Pastor Jade Abrams here. I want to thank you for joining us today. And I also want you to connect with us. You can find us on all the social media platforms listed below. And we would love to catch up with you, hear what God has spoke to you, and continue to follow us. And we love you and God bless you.